blessing to have you in our Soul Talks community. We're Bill and Christy Galtier. We help pastors and all kinds of people to thrive with Jesus in life and leadership. Today we're talking about our new book, Healing Prayer for Emotional and Physical Wholeness. Long ago, God spoke to Moses, I am the Lord, your healer. That's Exodus 15, 26. God is still a healer of our shortcomings, sicknesses, struggles, and wounds. Let's learn more about how you and your loved ones and all the people you influence can access the grace of God that ministers divine life. Hi, friends. Welcome to Soul Talks. Bill and I are so happy you're with us. We wish you could have all been with us last week. We just got back from a great week together with Cohort 7, their Soul Shepherding Institute retreat on spiritual and psychological development. It was really a great week we had with 25 pastors and ministry leaders who are eager to pressing close to Jesus, growing in their authenticity. We just had such rich fellowship. That's an incredible, authentic community, very uh, uh, vulnerable and earnest in seeking Christ and great soul talks, wonderful learning. We were up in the, the beauty of Idlewild, California in the mountains. We had three different uh, homes rented, part of this uh, retreat center compound, essentially is what it became, and uh, we were all just uh, really uh, enthralled with the Lord and, and the, the time together of furthering in our growth and our fulfillment in Christ and, and fruitfulness for the Lord. Such a taste of heaven, and it was really great, too, to be with most of these present are also in our spiritual directing training. And it's so fun to, to see their energy and their passion about what they're learning and how they're growing and taking heart from some of the readings they're doing in between and staying connected monthly through the online connections and, and classes and supervision. So just so thankful for what God's doing. And we love to be in touch with you. You know, sometimes Bill and I sit at the computer and we write or we sit behind this microphone here in our house, just the two of us and talk. But it's always so fun when we get to be with you present in person yeah. and or when we get to hear from you. Like this morning, I was encouraged knowing, waking up in bed and praying about, we're going to record podcast today, praying about that, asking the Lord for His guidance and anointing and just, you know, wanting to be so in tune with his spirit and feeling it, you know, sometimes it, it can be tempting to just look at this as another thing to check off the list. And I don't want to think of it that way. I want to think of it as, no, I get to venture on the Lord with this and move and step with his spirit. And so then I opened up my email and saw that we'd received this message from a pastor's wife who listens to our podcast. She says, I was just out walking my dog, listening to your soul talk about resting in the word of encouragement. Thank you for the gift of your empathy towards me in giving me God's permission to truly rest on the inside, not just in my outward obedience. When Bill talked about feeling a hand on his back, pushing, 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 my soul perked up. But that's it. Me too. Help me, God, like Bill, to recognize the inward pressure and then to take courage to verbalize it to an empathetic listener like my husband. That enables me to truly rest in my Savior's love. Yeah, that's the power of Christian communities, that we get to be wounded healers to each other as we articulate our experiences and our struggles with the Lord uh, and, and with people and life and ministry and so forth. We increasingly can get a, uh, opportunities where the things that we are, are dealing with in our life, God uses that to touch other people, to help them articulate 
what's going on with them, uh, their, their struggles, their longings, their connections to God. And so we're spurring one another on uh, toward love and good deeds, as the Apostle says in the New Testament. So it's a, a joy for us here in Soul Shepherding to connect with you by Soul Talks. Thanks for tuning in. Today we'll be talking about healing prayer for you and for your loved ones. Well, and really, this is how we happen to be writing and even talking about healing prayer, Bill. It comes out of our own desperate need for God's healing touch and power in our life and experiencing that. And that gave us hope and and learning and understanding of the reality of God's power at work in our life. And so uh, our resource, on it's a new resource. You're just hearing about it. So if you haven't gotten a copy yet, we have a digital uh, download uh, book for you. It's a short book called Healing Prayer, and it's on emotional and physical wholeness. And so today as we talk about healing prayer, we're, we're drawing on the uh, taking courage from the Lord and from the scriptures to uh, venture out and pray for wellness for yourself, for people around you, uh, people that you're uh, encountering, and the, the works of faith is we, we trust in the Lord and we just venture on Him. That, that's what, what faith is. It's just tr- trusting in the Lord. It doesn't mean believing it's going to happen. It means uh, putting our confidence in God that He is good and that He hears our prayers and that He responds to our prayers. The angels respond to our prayers and God moves to bring healing and blessings into our lives. And these are prayers that are in accordance with God's will, because God wills wholeness for us and health for us and holiness for us. He wants that for us. And so as we cry out to Him and trust that He loves us, this is part of His love for us, and we partner with Him, we we see and experience His power more and more at work in our lives and those we love that we're praying for. And the Bible is just full of these stories. The Bible is a healing book. I think my favorite thing about our healing prayer book is we've got uh, 42 examples from the Gospels of Jesus ministering healing in just a a great variety of ways to people. Um, And we've got 200 healing promises in an appendix at the back, uh, which uh, is a very easy uh, alphabetized appendix, but on dozens of different uh, needs that we have in our life scriptures uh, that speak to God's love and faithfulness and power and grace to us in all these different areas of need in our life. This is part of following Jesus, friends. Is that God is a healer. It's God's mercy is not only forgives our sins, which is the greatest healing of all, but God's mercy is also emotionally and physically healing and restorative in our lives. But even as we're talking about this, Bill, the enemy comes in with his lies and tries to get us to doubt and to fear. Don't don't believe that healing could be available. You're just going to be disappointed. Yeah, and so we get we get afraid to ask. We get afraid to pray uh, that maybe our prayer won't be answered and we won't receive that that blessing. We won't receive that healing and. When we're worried about the results, we're moving in the exact opposite direction of faith. We need to trust the results to God, uh, abandon the outcomes to God, as as we say, and just ask for what is good and reach into the heart of God that is full of grace for us and pray. That's so important, really venturing into this and just trusting God's power, His, His sovereign will and action but doing our part to actually believe and to ask and to do what he said and following him this way, do what he did 
in this way and overcome that sense of doubt, that sense of fear of, oh no, what if, you know, it doesn't turn out the way I want or the way I'm praying, I'm going to look like a fool. Yeah, when I pray for people for healing, whether it's physical or emotional or some other provision, I pray with confidence and boldness, not because I know what's going to happen, but because I know that God hears and that God will respond and God, God is good and he has something good for us. And so... I just really believe that that's uh, super important, and that's a big part of why we wrote this book on healing prayer. Is because not only do all of all of you who are listening, there are there are times that you need healing in your life, but there are also many people around you in your family and uh, your circle of influence that need healing too. And so, to be prepared when the time comes to pray to a God of love and grace and and power. And pray with uh, the assurance of faith that God is hearing and responding. Well, I think that we need to realize that this isn't just for pastors that have, quote, the gift of healing or somebody like that. This is for all of us. I I took such encouragement when I was reading Carol Wimber's autobiography, and she quoted her husband, John, saying, that, you know, everybody gets to play when it comes to healing prayer. And I love that. And that mm-hmm. it was just like, yes, I get to pray. But I didn't start, you know, w- by praying in some public forum in front of, you know, thousands of people for some miraculous healing of somebody paralyzed to walk. I mean, that's not how we start playing. Right. And that's what we think of as healing is this dramatic uh, uh, life change and yeah, no, it's like anything in the spiritual life or just in, in life in general. We need to start small. We need to build up our, our, our muscles, our abilities, and faith works the same way. So sometimes I've started by something small on just venturing on God's power and presence and answering to prayer with asking Holy Spirit to help me find something that I've lost. Yeah, and we talk about that in our blog. We give a number of different practical examples on ways to... to to sort of venture into this spiritual world, into the realities of the, the kingdom of the heavens. It's flowing all around us all the time. But little things like finding our lost keys or healing for a headache or uh, being safe on a car trip and uh, praying for fresh energy and ideas as we, as we work on a project, whether that's a house project or preparing a sermon. And we pray for God to reveal to us the the source when we have a, a physical problem, instead of just praying for God to fix it, we can pray for God to give us the knowledge to understand the problem. <laughs> well, and that was a prayer actually that I prayed for years and years and years and years before the, the answer came, and I was able to, I guess, be ready and open to receive what it was, what the problem was, and what my part was to do to respond to it, which involved me taking some responsibility. But God's healing definitely resulted. No, I'm. What what example are you referring to? Well, I'm thinking of more than one actually. But one of the examples I'm referring to is with your digestion. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and yeah, so, I have celiac disease, and we didn't know that. And so for some years, I had a lot yeah. of problems with a lot of different foods. So I just think of the yeah. number of times I prayed for you with healing of faith, expecting an instant healing right. for you with that, and the healing came with the revelation over time, learning what your body needed to be healthy. And but but I still feel like that was God in that answering that prayer, and it's been so good not only for you, but it's been good for our whole family because we've all benefited in our health and wholeness with that information. And then I'm thinking about the neck and shoulder pain, chronic pain mm-hmm. that I had for so long, and then the way that God revealed short, you know, over time some changes that I needed to make. That actually that process of being healed through that 
was actually more loving of God than if he'd just taken that pain away instantly. Yeah, and and you were listening might say, well, why why didn't God answer the prayer sooner? And now, Christy, you're saying, well, it was more loving for God to wait. And so that can be confusing, perhaps, as to, well, why, why not? Uh, wouldn't it have been better for your neck pain to be healed instantly or, or Bill's uh, celiacs to be diagnosed and understood right away? And I save thought all so that, at that... the time. Yeah, I wanted the relief from the pain and the suffering. But I see how God used the pain and the suffering to be teaching me and preparing me to be uh, ready for the greater good that he was going to do that came. It was greater than just the removal of the pain or the removal of the you know horrible sins symptoms you were suffering. It's the whole discipleship process. Yes, that's right. That's right. And that's the way we talk about healing prayers mm-hmm. in the context of our discipleship, our ongoing apprenticeship to the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, this is all about life in the kingdom of God with yeah. him, trusting him, an interactive relationship with him, learning from him. It's, it's bigger than a, just about an instant gratification answer to prayer. It's that's not about a- controlling God to get what we want. Yeah, those are two really key, key issues here that we're talking about. That that because so often healing prayer ministry gets separated from our discipleship to Christ. When uh, our ongoing intimacy with Jesus and becoming like Christ is the greatest healing of all for all eternity, uh, as our character is transformed to be more loving. There's nothing more important than that. That's right. And so even as we're talking about in the blog or you and I in this podcast about venturing on God for little things like helping, asking him to help us find something. Um, That's not about using God or using God like, you know, a a genie, you know, I rub the bottle and I get my wish come true. It's not about that. It's about venturing on God's power and presence here with me now on trusting his love active in my life right now on trusting that he actually cares about my needs and, and what I'm doing, and then I'm not just on my own when I run into a problem or an obstacle or something difficult. Yeah, we're not just on our own. We are alive with Jesus in the Father's world, and uh, God is, is present and active, and so we're learning to interact with God. We're learning right. to to talk to God, to listen, and to depend on the Lord in all that we do, including our needs for for healing and for provision in all these different ways. And so this is where the prophet says to us, uh, do not despise the day of small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. This is one of the 200 healing scriptures in our book, and that one comes from Zechariah 4.10. But uh, we've used this phrase, venturing on the Lord, and that experimental attitude of, well, you know, what will God do if I... Uh, pray this scripture, if I ask for healing in, in this way, and I persevere, as Jesus teaches, in that prayer, it's so important, that experimental, venturing on God attitude. It was, it was such a little thing, but even last week at the Institute, one of the missionaries there had misplaced her, her book, and she was so sad about it because she'd been taking notes as we'd been teaching in her book. And she was, you know, even though we could have given her a new book, she wanted her book because it yeah. had all her personal notes in it from from the week listening. And so I said, that's okay. We'll just pray and ask Holy Spirit to lead us to it. And, you know, sure enough, within 24 hours, 
I saw it. I found it first, and I was so excited. I just had this smile. It's just like, oh God, you're so good. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna show her that you're here, Holy Spirit, helping with just small things like this that you care. And he he does. And it's a matter of us trusting and learning to venture on that in love. Yeah, I love that, Christy, because it's an integrated life. And see, you're you're practicing God's presence, and so. Uh, it's, so often we, we lose things, and uh, you're so quick to remember, to, to pray in that moment, and it does build our faith as we involve God in those little things like that. I mean, Jesus said that the Father counts the hairs on our head, and each one he numbers, and all of our thoughts are precious to God. And so involving God in the details of our life so that we're in this ongoing, interactive, conversational relationship with God that is central to discipleship and the ministry of, of healing, receiving it and praying for it for others, flows out of that. We, that's the big point that we make in our book on healing prayer, is, is integrating these. That You want to grow in your discipleship to Jesus? Well, learn to venture on God in praying for healing. You want to have a, a more uh, effective uh, uh, opportunity for growth and wholeness in your life personally? Well, venture on the Lord in discipleship. They go together. I love how Agnes Sanford talks about how just having electricity being available in the world doesn't mean that your house is ready to receive it and that there's something we have to do to tap into that power. And so that's part of what I, I'm doing in those little things of asking, you know, for God's powers. I'm I'm testing a plug. I'm, you know, putting a plug in. I'm tapping into God's power and presence there and, and trust that it's, it is available for me, but not just for me personally. It's not just it's like this selfish thing, but it's it's me also to then be able to light, light others, light the way for others or share with others or invite others into this life with God, this connection with Jesus, the light of the world. Yeah, Agnes Sanford grew up in a world where electricity was new in some places, particularly in the country, as did Dallas Willard. And, and then Dallas picked up that illustration from, from Agnes's uh, famous book, uh, classic uh, on the healing light. And in A Divine Conspiracy, he talks about that. He uses that as an analogy for uh, life in the kingdom of God, that the electricity in, in the illustration represents God's power. God's, God's presence to, to speak to us, to heal us, to guide us in our life, to, to, for the hand of, of grace to come down and help us in what we're doing. And so that's life in the kingdom of God, is, is turning on that switch. Faith is the switch. And we develop that faith through, ex, through experience, through practice, through disciplines, through relationships, through prayer, so that more and more we grow in our faith that God is good and loving and God is involved. That's right. And, I, you know, the other thing is this topic of healing is a part of my personal story. So last week at our retreat, our institute retreat on spiritual and psychological development, one of the things I do is I tell my life story and I go through all the different stages of spiritual and psychological development in my life story and my faith story. Right, because you're being an example for all of us. We're all making our soul shepherding maps. So as I was doing that... You know, there again, healing is a big part of my life story in many ways. One of the ways being that as a baby, I was born with opening to my stomach closed. And I, you know, my my parents still ventured in faith and taking me to the doctor and, and, and having that surgery. And God still healed me. He, he used our doctor. But I mean, I could have been so vulnerable to infections or all kinds of other things. So I, I have embraced that 
that I am here alive, healthy at 53 years old as a result of God's healing touch in my life. And then we've seen this with our kids, you know, our daughter Brianna, when she was six weeks old and being so sick and in the emergency room, turning blue and, you know, coughing until she was popping blood vessels in her eyes and having pertussis and pneumonia and RSV that kills a baby a day. And, you know, praying for her, her healing and being with her in the intensive care unit those 30 days, just, just crying out to the Lord and, and praying for her healing. And she is she is a walking miracle. And yeah, she, she was told she'd never run again. She'd have lung problems all her life long if, if she survived. Mm-hmm. And she's, she God healed her. Yeah. So it, this integration yes. of, of faith and, and medicine, healing prayer and uh, doctors is, is so important. Yes. And it's part of the ongoing discipleship to Jesus. Yeah. We're not just trusting in the doctor. We're mm-hmm. trusting in God through the doctor. Yeah. And then our niece, Grace, who many who listen to our podcast have prayed for Grace. And, you know, here she's thriving at two years old. Yeah, we've had God uh, heal back pain. We've had God respond to prayers for healing, even even for cancer, uh, combined with uh, uh, surgeries when there was very difficult situations. And so to live one life with Jesus in the Father's world and uh, trusting in that, that God is a healer, this uh, integrated life is is a joy and a blessing. So that's what we're praying for you, friends. We're praying for healing God's healing for you and for your loved ones, God's wholeness to be uh, filling you in every area of your life. And our part of that is to put confidence in that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hebrews says that God is good and loving, and he does respond to our prayers, and he does minister his grace. God, we thank you for your goodness to us, and we pray, O Lord, that you would help each of our friends listening to the sound of my voice right now, to lean into uh, your uh, open arms and your smile and your healing grace uh, in our lives, Lord, in our bodies, our souls, our relationships, uh, in our churches, in our ministries, Lord, that your grace and your power, your provision, Lord, would be multiplied to us so that we can bring honor to the name of Jesus in all that we do. Thank you, God. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We have so much more to share with you about healing prayer and the abundant life that God wants to bring you and through you to other people. So we hope you'll pick up a copy of our new book, Healing Prayer for Emotional and Physical Wholeness. You can order copies on soulshepherd.org. If you want 10 or more copies, email us to get a special discount. It's a blessing to follow Jesus with you.